This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. Daily conversations with Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith. Well, build a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast. This is episode 101, and I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. Now, my guest today says, Jesus said to love everyone, and that includes yourself. Don't feel guilty about your successes. He wants you to shine. Joining me on today's show is Lauren Tharp. Lauren has been a freelance writer and an editor for over a decade, and she is the owner of the multiple award-winning Little Zots Writing. She's also the founder of Muse Hub, a website that promotes writers and artists. Now, on today's show, Lauren is going to share that taking care of your mental health is of utmost importance to both your spiritual and your career success. She's going to talk about how patience is a virtue. Everything is in God's time, not ours. Patience and perseverance are the key traits needed in order to be a freelancer and a faithful servant to the Lord and of the Lord, as well as practice gratitude daily. Little things lead to big things, and God creates tiny miracles in our lives on a daily basis. All we have to do is look, and so much more. Welcome to the show, Lauren. Hi, Anne-Marie. Thank you for having me. Great to be here. Oh, it's it's absolutely my pleasure. Um, we met quite some time ago now, isn't it? Uh, five years, we, we said, prior to uh, going live today or recording. And uh, yeah. I've seen you grown from strength to strength and you're doing some amazing things in your business. And uh, I'm thrilled to be able to have you here on the show today to be able to share your story, your testimony and insights, which I know are going to be so helpful for people. Share with everyone how you found your passion for, for writing. Was it something that you'd always had as a young child uh, or later on in your adulthood? How did that play out for you? Well, I started writing at a very young age. I got a kit um, called an illustory kit from a family friend when I was in first grade and basically it allows you to create your own children's book uh-huh. and I filled that out and made my own little story about a, a horse that was afraid to jump over a creek and it came back in the mail all bound and looking like a real book and I took it for show and tell and the teacher read it aloud to the class and everyone loved it and I was hooked ever since then. Like, oh. I just 
you know, I knew that writing was what I wanted to do. Yes. Wonderful. And so when you started up your own business, had that been something that you longed for or thought about for a while? Or did you start the, in the workplace first? Why I ask that is sometimes as with, when you're looking at entrepreneurship and starting your own business, you may start off in the corporate world and there may be someone that's listening today and thinking, you know what, I have a real passion for whatever it is that they're passionate about, but still be in the corporate. Thinking about starting up your own business, uh, but not yet taking that leap. How did that uh, play out for you? Well, for me, I didn't go to college or any of that stuff. I started writing for pay, just little jobs here and there when I was about 16. Mm -hmm. And it was just a side job and a hobby. And fast food and retail were my main sources of income. Yes. But then in 2010, I decided to just, you know, stop doing fast food and retail and actually buckle down and make um, freelance writing and editing my main source of income. And yes. that's what I've been doing ever since. Great. And I think um, what's a really great lesson in that is that sometimes as we're starting our entrepreneurial journey, it may look what, what we call here, and I don't know if you've got this term in the US, but a portfolio career where you have other opportunities that you're participating in, paid work, uh, voluntary opportunities as you're developing your skill and your craft. And it's through that time, I'd imagine that you would have built up a lot of the skills or the foundation, if you will, to be able to really catapult your business once you decided, you know what, I'm going to make this my thing, my gig, I'm going to start this. Would you say that that's true for you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, everything that you do ends up being important, uh, even if it's volunteer work or your hobbies, um, your faith, anything. Mm, mm. It all becomes important later on, uh, especially as a writer, because you want to draw on your various experiences to write about. Yes. Yes, love that. So if someone's listening and uh, watching today or the recording, then everything that you're you're involved in is really helping you build up the, the skill that you're certainly going to, and the strengths that you need for your business. So let's talk about taking care of your mental health being the most important thing to both your spiritual and career success. This is something that is near to, and dear to you, isn't it, Lauren? Absolutely, yes. Um, I have a, a few mental illnesses myself. Um, I have severe OCD, major depression, mm. general anxiety, and I recently recovered from having severe PTSD. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, struggling with mental illness is extremely hard. It's mm. extremely difficult. And a lot of times people, you know, ask, you know, why? did God do this to me? Why is my brain broken? Mm. <laughs> and, you know, God never throws anything at you that you can't handle. Yes. You know, it's just, you have to figure out what the lesson to be learned is when yes. it comes to your mental health and your, your well-being. Yeah. And it took me a while to get to that stage. In 2014, I had a suicide attempt and, mm. you know, by God's grace, I was uh, saved and, um, you know, literally saved, not just by Jesus, but yes. <laughs> by the EMTs, I was, mm. uh, able to be brought back to life and, uh, get medical attention mm. and got the, the help I needed. Yes. And 
you know, just being able to take care of your mental health is so important. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. Because it puts you in the right frame of mind mm. to worship him mm -hmm. and also to just go about your daily business and your career and everything. And, mm. you know, I am so grateful that God made some people into doctors and mm. <laughs> some people into scientists so that they were able to, you know, make the pills and give me the therapy that I need. And yes. Yeah. Get all that taken care of. You know, thank you so much for sharing your story and uh, your testimony because I think, you know, so often we live um, with something that is is our challenge, is our internal battle. And so often we can think that we're the only ones experiencing that. And the fact that now you can, by his grace, share your personal story and your struggle, yet um, really be see and, and have experienced his grace, his, his uh, support, as well as those people around you. And so that is, is, is courageous without a shadow of a doubt and sharing that story. And, and Lauren, so I honor you uh, for sharing that. You know, sometimes when we're experiencing something so challenging, we can often, especially if we're Christians, think, why, Lord, why me? And I love the way that you've reminded us that God never puts us in a challenge uh, or a situation or an issue or a problem that he knows that uh, we are not alongside him prepared to handle. And I think, you know, often we're reminded then, aren't we, that it's not on our strength that we lean on, but uh, his as well. What would you say to someone that is maybe in the midst of, of struggles or a challenging situation that you've really learned being able to look back, that you were held in his grace, you know, and, and his, his loving hands through that period? What, what uh, would you say for someone that, that maybe is struggling with something similar? Well, I would say a few things. Um, the first is remember that nothing lasts forever. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that goes for everything. Like eventually, you know, our lives will be over, but mm. more in the immediate, you know, the situation that you're in won't last forever. Mm. That there's always going to be another rainbow. There's always going to be another good thing around the corner. You just have to wait for it, which is part of what I was talking about know everything in God's time mm. and the second thing I would say is if you're in a really bad spot don't be afraid to ask for help mm. from a human being you know it's mm. it's well and good to ask for help from your Lord and I highly recommend it keep praying but if you're in a situation where you are a danger to yourself or a danger to others mm -hmm. you know God put wonderful people on this earth to help you in your time of need and it's time to ask one of them for help mm. you know while you're waiting for him while you're waiting for him yeah absolutely and uh you know that's why we are uh, as human beings created i mean obviously in his image but with people around us to support us and i think it really reminds us as as christians but also as individuals too to really have you know, the empathy and the compassion for others, even if we don't have an understanding of it. 
I think. Um, I'd love you if, you, if you're able to share what you found was really helpful. Why I ask that is sometimes, you know, as individuals who may not have experienced something that you've gone through and that so many other people are struggling with around mental illnesses, that sometimes we can say things or do things or maybe not say things or do things that's not helpful for, for people that are struggling. So what what's a couple of insights that maybe you found was so helpful from the people that you had support from and maybe some things that you've learned along the way so that we can really help others that may be struggling like you were? Okay. Um, well, one of the things that my mom in particular had a hard time with was understanding mm. that my depression was permanent. Like mm. it's a permanent part of who I am. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, she has experienced great depression in her life when her when her mother died. And, you know, for her, she she had that depression. She she knows what depression feels like, but eventually she was able to overcome it and move on with her life. Mm. Whereas with the clinical depression, it's something that you can't just get over and move on with your life. It's mm. it's always a constant, you know, voice in the back of your head, you know, telling you that you're not good enough, mm -hmm. and, you know, everything is terrible, you know, it's, it's a permanent part of who you are. Yeah. And so people tend to understand what depression feels like, but don't always understand the permanence of mm. clinical depression. Mm -hmm. They expect you to just get over it. Mm. And I think having people understand that you can't. Yes. You would love to, but yes. you can't. If it was that it easy, it would just part. be like, okay, all right, I hadn't thought of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, I would love to. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, having people understand that it's a permanent facet of who you are is mm. um, important um, as far as, you know, empathy and understanding goes. Mm. And same with other uh, mental illnesses, whether you have OCD or anxiety or bipolar, like a mm. lot of mental illnesses are permanent. Like I was lucky in that um, PTSD can be cured. It's one of the few mental mm -hmm. illnesses that can be cured uh, with, you know, extreme willpower and hard work. Yeah. <laughs> but most of them are a permanent mm. part of who we are yes. as mentally ill people. Yeah. And, and I love like that you shared that because, you know, sometimes, you know, and as Christians too, we're, we've, we've been modelled, you know, from a fantastic leader and a perfect leader, as, as we know, is, is Jesus. And he had so much love and compassion for people who, and in his eyes, you know, we are sinners and we always fall short. Yet he has so such a deep understanding and empathy. And I think, you know, keeping that in mind, even if we don't understand what what someone else is going for, through, that empathy and and creating that environment that uh, you know, say, you know what, you are loved. We may not understand, but we're here to support you in, in whatever way that we possibly can. Because I think sometimes in any situation, if we bring a, a doubt and whatever it is, that just adds to the whole um, anxiety and, and levels of stress, doesn't it? And that makes it go yeah. even worse. Would you agree? Is that kind of what happens when you feel like, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And just, you know, I always 
like a lot of people think that Christianity is so difficult because they take a look at the Ten Commandments and they're mm -hmm. like, oh my God, that's a lot of things to remember. And then, yeah. Um, but in the New Testament, Jesus was like, okay, everyone, 10 is a little bit much. I'm going to make it down to two. You're going to, you know, worship one Lord and you're going to love everyone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I can handle that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and loving everyone includes everyone. It's mm -hmm. not for us to judge them. That's God's job. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we do what we can to live our own best lives and mm -hmm. love everyone else as best we can, whether they're you know, straight, gay, you know, whether they share our religion or not, mm. whether they're mentally ill or completely sane, it's, yeah. it's our job to just love them as best we can. Yes, I love that. And, uh, you know, I think as uh, as Christians, and, and this is something that you said earlier, I, I think not on the show, but in our message, and I just wanted to share, because I smiled, it says, you know, often we say, well, I, I haven't been a very good Christian. And in actual fact, someone in, in the couple of shows ago he said well I've only been a new Christian I'm only five years in and I said to him you know what I've been a Christian my entire life I was adopted into a Christian family and no matter how many years you've known uh, Jesus you there are always um, stumbling blocks and challenges and and things that you go you know what I could have handled that a little bit better but the thing is <laughs> yes. with Christ you know when we come to him and we say look you know Lord I stuffed up again uh, I'm so sorry. Um, you know what? He says, I love you. I love you. There is no shame. There is no blame. Let's just continue on. And, and that, that's what I love um, about him too. So thank you for, for sharing that. Let's talk about patience because there's often a joke, and I'm sure you've heard it before, and we've mentioned it with my mother, who's 98, nearly 99, who always says, um, I'm not very patient. But you know, think, well, please, God, give her patience and give it to her quick because she needs it. And we have that kind of uh, little joke. <laughs> Everything in God's yeah. time, which I think is so beautiful, great reminder, not ours. Speak a little bit about how you've uh, allowed patience to develop and grow in you because I know as a freelancer, sometimes um, when we expect work to come in or it doesn't, you know, a proposal is rejected, we kind of think it can be really disappointing. But this is where we can really build that muscle of, of patience to help us along. Absolutely. It can be incredibly nerve-wracking, you know. <laughs> Uh, waiting for clients to come along and waiting for your next paycheck to come along. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was out of work for over a month recently and mm -hmm. I had paid all of my bills up until May and I was like, okay, Lord, please get me a job by the end of May. Mm -hmm. And he did, you know, and I was uh, overjoyed. And it's a very short time gig. I'll only have it for a month. But mm -hmm. for that month, I am solid. Yes. And, you know, he knew exactly what I needed and when I needed it. And yeah. all my worrying and fussing did me absolutely no good. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, he, he knew when and where and what to give me when yes. I needed it. Yeah. I think um, patience for me and um, not having to feel in control is probably one of the greatest lessons I've learned and continue to learn. And quite often I'll, I'll check myself because I'm, I'm like, you know, in prayer, having a conversation as we do, as God's the CEO of our business. And it's like, and if you could do this and this, and oh, by the way, and it's like, 
All right, hang on, back up a little bit. I know you've got it all under control, God. Help me to be patient and get in line with what you uh, want. Because as entrepreneurs, wouldn't isn't it, maybe it's just me, would love to have like a little bit of an outline of the things that he has mapped out and, you know, the timing so I can prepare myself. But it's not like that or, at all, is it? We really need to no. trust and have faith. Yeah, it's especially hard for me as someone with OCD because mm. I have this compulsion to have control over every aspect of my life Yes, and to just breathe and let go mm. and, you know, have faith and trust that I'm going to be taken care of is immensely difficult as a business owner and just as someone with a crazy brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a unique brain, a unique brain. Um, there you go. <laughs> I, I, lo I love that, that um, you know, we realize that we're not alone in, in that because I think as entrepreneurs, there's a, there's a certain level of risk that we need to take. Um, and I, I often call it balanced risk, you know, where you have some ideas and you, you do step forward in faith. Talk about gratitude. I think gratitude can often, for entrepreneurs, particularly if we've got uh, a lot of things on our to-do list, uh, to take a step back and just to be grateful for things that have happened or are happening, even the smallest things can be so, so empowering and so important. You say little things lead to big things. Share more about this. Oh, absolutely. Um, gratitude is a, an absolute must, a, a daily part of my life that I have to do. Mm. Otherwise, you know, everything just gets out of whack. Um, it's part of being positive, a part of, you know, just drilling home my faith into my into my brain every day. Mm -hmm. Like every day, you know, I wake up and say three things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. And then every night when I go to bed, I list off at least three things that I'm grateful for. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Usually it's a lot more than three things, but as long as I get my three things and, you know, I'll stop in the afternoon if I'm having a bad day mm -hmm. and be like, okay, what are three things that I'm grateful for right now? You know, I'm grateful for drinking clean water. I'm grateful that, you know, I have relatively good health. I'm grateful that my cat loves me. Mm. It's like three things right off the bat that I yes. thought of right now. Yeah, I love that. And it's just, you have to pay attention to those little things and be grateful for those little things, especially when things aren't going your way. Mm. And as a freelancer, that'll happen a lot. Yes. <laughs> like, I could be like, just focusing on, oh, I won't have a job next month. I won't be able to pay my bills. I won't be mm. able to buy the food I want. I won't be able to do this and I won't be able to do that. Mm. But instead, I am choosing to focus on the gifts that God has given me and be grateful for them. Mm. Such a, a, a great uh, uh, reminder for us all that, you know, it's important to be thankful even for the the things that we take for granted I, and I think it's the things that we take for granted that can often be the biggest lesson and the biggest aha for us to realize you know I'm looking out and it's a blue sky here in Melbourne Australia that is a real blessing because wait five <laughs> minutes and it could be cloudy we have a a saying uh, Lauren here four seasons in one day so uh, if we don't like the weather wait a few minutes and then all of a sudden it'll be how we like it 
But things uh, like that can be amazing, can't they? <laughs> yeah. I remember when I was uh, living in Oregon for a couple months when I was a kid and they had a saying there that they have two types of weather, raining and pouring. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thankfully, it's not too that bad in, in Melbourne, although we are probably, uh, to my knowledge, uh, one of the wetter uh, states here in comparison to some of the warmer and more desert climate. So uh, they often, often will uh, yeah, joke about Melbourne being so wet. I just wanted to say for anyone listening, if they haven't seen your Instagram yet and your beautiful nature photography, oh. they really need to follow you and check that Thank out because oh, I love we're... scrolling through and seeing all your wonderful pictures oh. of your adventures in the outback. Thank you. Yes, we we have here, uh, I mean, all, across Australia, and I know the US too has got some amazing contrast of uh, landscapes, which just, you know, from desert through to lush bush. Um, and then obviously the beaches, but here where we are in Victoria, we've got the high country, the bush, and uh, it's it's incredible getting out there. For me, that reminds me of um, you know getting out back into to God's nature, and I find that's where gratitude, birds, you know, um, and 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 animals and and wildlife, um, just being thankful for for seeing you know being able to see them and and uh, walk around them is uh, in the wild is something that I am often grateful for. So Lauren, share a little bit more about the work that you do, because I know for many Christian business owners, um, content development and writing is something that they struggle with, yet this is a gift of yours. So share more about what you do, how you can help us, and of course, how people can, can get in contact with you. All right, well, I have two websites actually. Um, the first one is my personal business, which is Little Zots Writing at littlezots.com, L-I-T-T-L-E-Z-O-T-Z.com. And on there, I do mostly blogging work mm -hmm. as well as ghostwriting, which is basically the same thing, only without my name attached. Yes. And I also help people develop their web content, basically writing their about pages and home pages and mm -hmm. services pages, all the important pages, <laughs> so that they can be recognized and get known and have a natural way of speaking online. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of people, they know how to speak well, but they don't write well, which yes. is sort of the opposite problem of mine. Like, <laughs> I write really well but I, I stumble when I talk and I also write you know press releases and just all sorts of different things I prefer blogging though mm. I, I love to write blog articles magazine mm. articles you know things like that yes brilliant can I just and, say can I say just oh, as yeah. you're doing that you say you're writing really well yet your verbal communication you have just been a superstar today, may I just point out to you. Carry on. And oh, the other one, you. the other site? <laughs> <laughs> the other site is MuseHub, mm. which is M-U-S-E-H-U-B dot biz. Mm -hmm. And MuseHub is my brand new site. It just started last month, but it's already gaining traction. I'm so proud of it. Oh, fabulous. Uh, it's a site that promotes writers and artists mm -hmm. as a way for them to connect with each other and with clients. Mm -hmm. And basically I act as an agent and promote 
different freelance writers and artists and get their get their names out there and try to get them in touch with clients and yes you know promote them as best I can Mm -hmm. and it also has a podcast which has been helping me to uh, increase my verbal skills (laughs) fantastic you're just doing uh, so many incredible things and I love the way that what you've done now is creating through news hub uh, a platform where other freelance writers and of course artists who may just be starting out like you did so many years ago now building a platform and being the support I would imagine that uh, you would have loved to have and receive yes. <laughs> when you started and that's such an entrepreneurial vision isn't it when we see where we might have um, wanted more support and help and if we recognize you know what there's nothing in the market that um, is offering the kind of support that I would really love to impart and the insights and the inspiration and empowerment and what do we do like Lauren has done she creates that platform so muse hub m-u-s-e-h-u-b dot what was the dot biz dot biz fantastic and little zots writing we'll also put all of those uh, links for you Lauren on our show notes ambitious entrepreneur network.com forward slash tce 101 one of the things that I'm doing for all of my guests Lauren is just uh, ending the episode the show with a word of prayer may I do that for you too today yeah of course okay fantastic let's pray father god thank you for the opportunity to speak with lauren today and for her courage to speak up and share her testimony and her story father sometimes we don't know why we go through various experiences and challenges but whatever we are going through we are reminded as lauren shared that you are there every step of the way supporting us loving us forgiving us and um, just upholding us we just want to continue to uphold Lauren in our prayers will you continue to bless her will you continue to support her find favor with her bless her business um, connect her with awesome clients who can benefit from um, the incredible services that she delivers so that she can create and write for them uh, blog posts that really take their message to the world in a way that uh, really shines. Father, we just want to thank you for the time with Lauren. If anyone is struggling or um, going through similar things that Lauren did today, I just pray that they will have uh, found comfort um, in the, the insights and in the things that she shared. And we're reminded is to reach out to people who can support them um, in in their in, in their situation so that they can come through um, feeling loved and knowing that they are loved by a loving, forgiving, uh, gracious Father. We ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Lauren. Unfortunately, the live did not go live, so I'm going to quickly convert this and upload it to Facebook because I know that you've got uh, your mum and and, uh, dad and and family and other people uh, hanging out for that. So we will get this show up and loaded as quickly as possible and I'll make sure that I tag you. But um, it's been such a pleasure speaking with you today. And, yeah, um, you too. <laughs> yeah, continued blessings in your business and uh, thank you for being you and sharing your story today. Uh, thank you for giving me the opportunity to. You've been listening to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by BeTheDifferenceMovement.com Changing the world one message at a time. 
Do you feel called to influence real change with your message? Join our supportive community of like-minded influencers, thought leaders, and disruptors at www.bethedifferencemovement.com. That's bethedifferencemovement.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.